Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A huge World Cup qualifier at home against Mexico is just around the corner for the U.S. men's national team. Over the next two days, several of the team's top players will be in action in the UEFA Champions League. Today, Sam Stasekul explains what to watch for with these 11 players in the Champions League ahead of the U.S. squad announcement. I'm Alex Abnos, and this is Soccer Every Day for Tuesday, November 2nd. Sam, stay school. Thank you for joining the show. Uh, we have a big couple of days, actually, of Americans abroad in action in the Champions League. Uh, we're just going to go sort of one by one through these games, cover the big players, the players that are involved, what kind of role they need to play, how they're doing, everything like that. How's that sound to you? That sounds pretty good to me, Alex. Let's let's uh, dive in. Okay, let's do it. And we're going to go, uh, just because I kind of want to try this, uh, let's go in reverse chronological order, starting with Wednesday, so that more of this podcast is relevant for longer for all of you listeners out there. I'm always thinking of you listeners. Let's start with Wednesday, the 4 p.m. window. We have three games with an American interest, let's say. We have RB Leipzig versus PSG, uh, Dortmund versus, versus Ajax, and Man City versus Bruges. We'll go through those one by one. I think, obviously, the headliner here, if you had to pick a game to watch, is going to be RB Leipzig versus PSG. you got Tyler Adams and Jesse Marsh uh, coaching for uh, RB Leipzig. Tyler Adams, obviously, presumably, maybe on the field versus maybe. PSG. We'll see. Uh, yeah, he, what do you he, think? He's actually only started one game for Leipzig since he returned from international duty with the USMNT in October. And that was the previous match against PSG um, in Paris. <laughs> um, Leipzig, of course, had a 2-1 to one lead in the second half of that match. Uh, they lost 3-2. to two. Adams was partially culpable on, I believe, the equalizing goal for Leo Messi. He had a bad turnover. And PSG, as they do, uh, punished Leipzig for that. Um, he hasn't started in the Bundesliga since he came back. Lyle is going crazy here. Sorry about that. Um, he hasn't started in the Bundesliga since he came back. Um, so we'll see if he gets the nod. Um, you know, he wasn't he wasn't in the squad for, for their match this weekend or wasn't in the 11 for their match this weekend. So we'll see if he gets the nod uh, for a second time against PSG in a match that Leipzig needs to get a result in to have a hope at the Europa League, probably. That's, yeah. the, that's the dire straits that they're in at this point. Yeah, it hasn't been great. And uh, for any listeners that are not familiar with Sam and uh, the show he does with our Paul Tenorio, uh, Lyle is Sam's dog and... He's got a lot of personality and <laughs> likes 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 to make his opinions known. He's got he's got a little bandage on today too. He cut himself. With, oh no! He sliced himself on these New York City streets, Alex. You know, there's a lot of broken glass and stuff. So you know, the old Paul. Very, very mean streets. And speaking of uh, speaking of injuries, uh, when it comes to cuts and scrapes and bruises, Gio Reyna. Yeah, probably probably not going to play for Dortmund versus IX uh, on Wednesday at 4 p.m. No, considering when was it last weekend that he was in Austin, Texas yeah. uh, with his dad, uh, who is the sporting director, Claudio Arena, of course, of Austin FC. Uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to be seeing Gio Arena anytime soon for a club or country. So, 
Yeah, should be a good game, though. Ajax and Dortmund should be a fun matchup. And then also, uh, when it comes to Americans that are probably not going to play, Manchester City versus Bruges. Zach Steffen, of course, backup goalkeeper goalkeeper for Man City, potentially the starter for the U.S. uh, in this next set of games. Mm -hmm. And Owen Odesoe playing for Club Bruges on the roster probably hasn't gotten much time for them playing so far this playing year. is a is a generous way to describe what he's been doing with Bruce. quote unquote playing <laughs> um actually it's an inaccurate way to describe what he, he hasn't made an appearance yet in the league for Bruges. so yeah i don't think we're gonna see either of those guys in this match um but Bruges has been feisty in this group got four yeah. points um should be should be an interesting one i believe this one's in manchester if my memory is serving me correctly so it's gonna be tough for them to, to get points but hey stranger things have happened uh, maybe maybe Tejan Buchanan's future club can steal a result. Maybe that'd be that'd be very interesting if Tejan Buchanan arrives at Club Bruges to find <laughs> that the team is in the Champions League knockout rounds. That'd yeah, be wild. Pretty cool. Um, okay, so let's move on from Wednesday to Tuesday. There's uh, no American interest, at least in the early window on Wednesday. So we're moving on to 4 p.m. on Tuesday. All these games, by the way, are on Paramount Plus or CBS uh, Sports Network. Um, and the Univision and, family. Of no and the Univision family, I should say. And I should also say that all these times are Eastern, uh, just because that's where I'm located and that's just how it goes. Uh, <laughs> so uh, going through these games one by one, Villarreal versus Young Boys, Jordan Pifak, striker for the US and for Young Boys. Uh, should we expect him to play in this game? And how has he been doing at Young Boys lately? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's been playing pretty much every game, so I think it's fair to expect him to play. Will he start? Will he come off the bench? That's a little bit more up in the air. Most of his appearances have been as, starter, as a starter, but he's he's come on as a reserve a few times. Um, he hasn't been scoring recently, uh, that's for sure. Um, so that, that hasn't been great. He actually hasn't found the back of the net since September 25th, uh, and that was, in a, that was in a league game. Um, so that, that hasn't been great. Villarreal beat, beat Young Boys 4-1, to one at Young Boys in Switzerland last time around in Champions League. That match, it was 2-1 to one late. Young Boys were pushing, and they gave up two goals in the 88th and 90th minutes. So scoreline, probably a little bit flattering um, or unflattering, undeservedly so. But uh, they, they need points. This group is tight. Um, young Boys are in last, but they're only three points back of, of first place Manchester United, who, of course, they beat, um, I believe, on match day one in the group yeah. stage. Um, so they're still in it. But they kind of got to get it together if they want to if they want to have any chance here. Elsewhere in that same window, uh, we have Dynamo Kiev and Barcelona. Serginho Dest, of course, playing for Barcelona, though not always as a defender, as a right back or left back or all the different places. Really, mainly just those two places that he's been tried for. <laughs> goalkeeper, for, uh, yeah. yeah, goalkeeper, <laughs> center back. No, uh, not playing all the time as an outside defender for Barcelona like he does for the U.S. He's been playing as a winger lately for Barcelona. Is this something that we could potentially see for the United States, Sam? Uh, No, I don't think so. Greg Berhalter had a quote about this on the podcast that he does, the U.S. It's called The U.S. Soccer Podcast. Um, Our buddy Bobby Warshaw asks him some good questions. It's actually a really good show. Um, Not that you should tune off from this one but once you're done listening to this one go check that one out if you haven't this already. one will be over soon so you can go listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> um and Berhalter uh, was asked about that by Bobby Warshaw and Alex if you don't mind I'll just I'll read some of that quote um, go for it. basically he, he says we obviously play a lot different Barcelona and the national team and he, he talks about how Dust is doing well and how he likes the challenge and how he's an attacking oriented player who, who grew up 
playing winger. So this is something that's pretty normal for him. But, you know, Berhalter says, I think we have options at that position. And we look at that position a little bit differently. We look at it as speed, as a vertical position in a little bit more of a way. But you never know. Um, basically, unless the U.S. changes how they want to play, I think we're going to continue to see Serginho Dest as a right back. Um, although I'm a little bit more intrigued by the possibility of him as a midfielder than Ooh. I am as a winger. Um, Ooh, yeah. I like it. Uh, I don't think we'll see that anytime soon no. either, but um, <laughs> but a man can dream. Well, that'll be very interesting. Barcelona in third uh, in their group in Group E, along with Bayern Benfica and Dynamo Kiev. Dynamo Kiev on the bottom of that group. So that's a result that Barcelona uh, needs Gotta at this have point. It. Yeah. Uh, especially given that they are, you know, everybody on that squad is trying to make a good impression after Ronald Koeman got, got sacked, as they say, uh, over there on the continent. Um Next up, Juventus, not next up, they're playing at the same time, but next up on this show, Juventus and Weston McKinney taking on Zen at St. Petersburg. Uh, Weston McKinney has had an interesting uh, couple of weeks for Juventus and interesting in a good way. He's mostly been playing very well. He scored against uh, yeah. Sassuolo. Uh, what what do you think he needs to happen for McKinney in this game? Yeah, he, he scored in two straight games, actually, against Verona as well. Um, so, and I mean, the they just need to win. It's been going decently well for Weston. But Juve is 16 points back in Serie A. That's not a sentence that's ever uttered at the end of seasons, let alone 11 games into one. It's it's ridiculous. They have done well in Champions League. Uh, they're perfect three for three in that. Um, Weston has been in and out of the lineup, although he's getting a run of starts here recently. He, he started and went 90 for them in their in their last Champions League match against Zenit. Um, they are atop the group, um, and given their struggles in league play, they lost two in a row. Um, they kind of need to stay there for everyone to keep their jobs. <laughs> um, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, they are they are a better team than Zenit, and uh, they are playing at home, so they should be able to take care of business. You would think in this one. Okay, and the uh, last game that we'll cover here in this four p.m. window on Tuesday: Sevilla versus Lille. Tim Weah on Lille. Mm-hmm. Sam, what do you think? You know, likely coming off the bench. You know, he, he's been doing that a little bit more often than he has been starting. He came off the bench in their 2-1 to one loss to PSG over the weekend. He came off the bench in their last Champions League match, which was also against Sevilla. Um, it's a big game for them. They're in third place, uh, but they're only one point back of Sevilla. Um, they drew in that aforementioned match against the Spaniards. Um, and going down to Spain, it's going to be a little bit of a taller order. Um, but if they can get a result, then they're still in decent position heading into the last two matches, not only for a potential berth in the knockouts, but, you know, for their Europa League place as well. So this is a, this is a big one for them. Um, and it's a big one elsewhere in the group for the group and for <laughs> Americans in the group. This is the most American group, right? All right, Sam, of, of this window, uh, Sevilla versus Lille, Juventus versus Zenit, Dynamo Kiev versus Barcelona, Villarreal versus Young Boys. If you had to watch one game of this without split screening it or watching the Gold Lasso show, which is the whip around show on CBS, <laughs> which one would you pick? Uh, I think Sevilla versus Lille. I think that Seems- will probably be the best game. I think Barcelona will probably have their way with Dynamo Kiev. Uh, I'm not particularly interested in Villarreal Young Boys. Uh, Juve versus Zenit would be the other one that I would be kind of flipping back and forth with, particularly if things start to go wrong for you yeah. this, um, yeah. cause that could get a little spicy, but Sevilla versus Leo, I think two pretty evenly matched teams for the most part. And you know, both, both kind of need to go for it in their own way. 
And finally, we are at the the newsiest end of this uh, of this Champions League slate. The one forty five p.m. Uh, games both involve Americans. There are two of them: uh, Malmo versus Chelsea. Christian Pulisic back in the Chelsea squad, returning yeah. from injury. Big news. Could be huge. You know, he returned to training late last week, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, Thomas Tuchel said before uh, er, er, on Monday that he was back in the squad and that he would be traveling to Sweden for this match. He hasn't played since September 5th, which is when he got hurt in Honduras for the yeah. USMNT. <laughs> Sorry, September 8th. I, I even got made sure I had that before the show and I misspoke. That's a shame. <laughs> it's okay. September 8th. So it's been nearly two months. Um, the fact that he's back in training is enough for him to get recalled to the US, in my opinion. <laughs> um, yeah. But if he could get a few minutes under his belt before he needs to fly across the Atlantic uh, to Cincinnati for that big match against Mexico on November 12th. That would be for the best from the U.S. perspective. So, yeah, that one could be huge. And given how Chelsea are going and the fact that Malmo is a much weaker opponent, it could be a good time to get him some run for for Tuchel. Absolutely. And the other game uh, with uh, Americans also at that time is Wolfsburg versus Salzburg. Two players on opposite sides here that are kind of in opposite forms, I would say. I don't know if that's the way you would refer to multiple forms, but uh, John Brooks, uh, I, I only host a podcast about soccer, but uh, I don't know how to talk about it. Anyway, John Brooks, uh, not not in the best form, uh, you might yeah. say, uh, while Brandon Aronson in the form probably of his life uh, yeah. so far. On opposite ends, obviously, Aronson for Salzburg, John Brooks for Wolfsburg. Sam, what are you looking for? Out yeah, of and reflect, reflecting where their clubs are, too, by the yeah. way. Wolfsburg's been struggling. They fired their head coach, Mark Van Bommel. Salzburg is, you know, still in first in Austria, as always, and they're in first in this group as well with seven points. Um, Aronson, you know, playing his role at the top of the diamond, pressing the hell out of people. I'm sure he'll have a few interactions with John Brooks in that way uh, in this match. Brooks hasn't been playing great, but he has been playing Uh pretty much starting and playing every minute for for Wolfsburg. So, you know, we'll see. They they need a win, Brooks and his boys. They're last right. in the group with two points. Salzburg, you know, they're in seven. They obviously want to consolidate and build on their lead. But, you know, if they drop it, it's not the end of the world either, um, which is a pretty amazing position for the tiny little Austrian club to be in, right? Um, yeah, no kidding. So, so, yeah, this one will be interesting. Aronson, you know, he's been great in Champions League. Uh, he's been great for the U.S. I'm actually talking to his father in a half hour here for a story I'm working on, on him ahead of the US next international window. Stay tuned for that one. Um, how about that promo boss? I and, love it. Uh, <laughs> and, and yeah, I, I'm curious to see this one and curious to see if, if Brooks can kind of rebound and if Aaron's can continue to can continue to climb. All right. Well, the last and most important question of the entire uh, segment so far between these two games Christian Pulisic's potential return for Chelsea and mm-hmm. Brooks and Eretzen both presumably playing major minutes in Wolfsburg or Salzburg. Mm-hmm. Which one are you watching if you choose? I, I mean, one? opening whistle, it's Salzburg, Wolfsburg. Sure. You know, like, you're going to have two Americans likely in the 11 on opposite sides. I would be very, 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 very surprised if Pulisic starts, just given the fact that he hasn't played in two months. It would be a complete shock. Um, but he could get some run off the bench in the second half. So if he does, maybe I'll maybe I'll switch the channel depending on how things are going. Um, that would be a good one to split screen, actually. Now that I think about it, you can keep your main focus on Salzburg and Wolfsburg, and then you know just have the Pulisic cam going for Chelsea Mama. Sounds good. Well, Sam, stay school. I look forward to uh, all of your coverage along with our colleague Paul Tenorio 
of the U.S.-Mexico. You'll have a predicted roster piece at some point this week. The U.S. roster does drop a little Allegedly. bit later. Allegedly. I, th- I, think that's, I think that's coming. It better be coming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, of course, all sorts of stories around the games itself. Uh, you have a podcast with Paul called Allocation Disorder where you talk about the U.S. and MLS and all sorts of good stuff. Thank you for joining this show. Thank you for having me on this show. It's been fun. Elsewhere in soccer today, there are Champions League games that don't involve Americans. The headliner in that category is probably Manchester United versus Atalanta. The last time those two sides met, it was an incredible comeback for Man United that secured a win. You also have Bayern Munich versus Benfica. Both those games start at 4 p.m. on Paramount Plus and Univision if you prefer to watch in Spanish. In MLS, stop me if you've heard this before, but it's a game with real playoff implications tonight. LAFC hosts Red Hot Vancouver, and they need to win in order to keep their season alive. Both teams are in great form. This should be a really, really good game. That starts at 10 p.m. Eastern on ESPN+. Thanks for listening to Soccer Every Day. You can get ad-free versions of the show by subscribing to The Athletic, and you can get 33% off a year subscription by going to theathletic.com slash soccer every day. Thanks for listening. Happy soccer to you all.